Hi there. Welcome to Did I Talk Too Much, a Grit podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our first episode of season three of Did I Talk Too Much? I'm joined in the studio today with... Audrey. Hello. Hello. We are here to announce our theme for this season, which we are very excited to share. So if you guys were around last season, then you know that we were focusing on girlhood and all that is encompassed in that. We focused on growing up, all of those things. And this semester, we're going to be talking about womanhood. Who would have thought? Girlhood to womanhood. Who would have thought of this transition? It was our team. In Not fact. me. Actually, definitely. <laughs> you were definitely a part of that. Um, yes, we're so excited. Um, we've been thinking about womanhood a lot. I think a lot of last season was us looking back and thinking about, oh, how has this affected me now? But we didn't want to take it too far because we knew that that's what we were kind of going to do this season. So last season, you know, we're talking about friendships and how those were forged when we're younger. But then Mm -hmm. this semester, we'll be able to talk about the complexities of adult friendships, female friendships specifically, and what it looks like to break up with a friend when friendships change, Mm -hmm. all of those things. We're hoping that this semester we can really be a great resource for you guys and just diving into the things that you're currently thinking about because Mm -hmm. last semester was kind of a looking back like I said some reflection but this semester we're going to be like wait this is happening rn what are we going to do about it yeah Yeah. so we're really excited yeah but before we get into it um happy new year happy new year how are we feeling I can't believe it's 2024 it feels kind of wrong to say I feel like I don't get used to the year until it's maybe like June. And I'm like, yeah, fully. It's 2024. It's just like so futuristic sounding. I mean, I hate an election year, but like love the even numbers, (laughs) you know, like really satisfying, really enjoying that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no. Do you have any New Year's resolutions, Jenna? Um, I mean, like my resolutions every year, I feel like are pretty similar, which like makes sense. But... I think something different this year is I have fallen in love with tennis Aww. this past semester. Um, I took tennis. I was very bad at it, and I've gotten slightly better. So I really, I'm asking for tennis stuff for Christmas because we're recording this before Christmas. Yeah. Spoiler. Uh, yeah, um, it's actually still 2023. <laughs> it is at this time, but when you're hearing it, it won't be. So, yeah. Um, I am asking for tennis materials. I specifically want a pink racket and some pink tennis balls. And I want to wear cute little outfits and play. Oh my goodness. Because I find it so fun. And and I've been reading a lot of books that have been like rich people in New York City or Mm -hmm. like in other places on the East Coast and they're playing tennis. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, the vibes are so good. Yeah. The vibes are so good. And it's just fun. And I've always had a weird relationship with sports because I've never been very good at them. But I've really enjoyed tennis. I've been playing a lot of pickleball, which has been fun, but it is quite a change to oscillate between the two of them just because, you know, the density of the ball and Mm -hmm. the technique and all that kind of stuff is quite different. But I'm hoping that in the new year I can see exercises like a fun thing and not just like, oh, I have to go to the gym, work out, but make it like a fun activity because I want to foster a lot of my hobbies next semester so that when I graduate, I'm not like my purpose is gone. I'm not a student. I'll Uh be able to like, oh, I have all these things because I do have those things, but it can feel like when you're at school, it's like, oh, I have other things I need to be productive. Yeah. Or like, I have other things I need to do is what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it can be hard to prioritize something that seemingly doesn't like 
check anything off your to-do list or whatever. Right. But yeah, so I'm hoping to integrate more hobbies. Um, but that's kind of my main my main resolution. And then I've been really good at turning my phone off before bed and mm-hmm. not turning it back on until I leave for school, mm-hmm. which has been helping the mental. So yeah, the mental being my mental health. Um, so yeah, those are some of my resolutions. I would love to hear yours. Yeah, I love your resolutions. They sound like that sounds like so much fun having the pink racket and like I'm dying the cute outfit. I need it. It's how you motivate yourself to go exercise. Totally. My resolutions. Well, I guess I got a head start because it's December and I just had my roommate set like like screen time parental controls on my phone. So my phone turns off at midnight. Love. Um, and does she have the code? Yes, she has the code. That is so good. And I have I have her code. So accountability and also I have limited time on social media, which I think is going to be really good for me because there were like times I would delete it and it was so nice and then I get it back and then it was just like hours. So I resonate. I feel like I need to be a little bit more disciplined with it because I still want to use it. It's so hard to find like a good spot. Yeah. Because I feel like I literally have to delete it or I have it and I'm like on it so much. Yes, exactly. So, um... Hopefully that will be good. Mm-hmm. And also, this semester, I kind of want to work less in my room. I'm yes. realizing I hate working in my room. But sometimes it's just like, oh, like mentally, you're like, I don't want to walk to comments. I don't want to walk yeah. to Heritage of the Library. Yeah. But it's such a vibe. But Make it, it a thing. Yeah, go Put on a cute little outfit. Go um, fill up your water bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, grab a little snack. It feels great. Bring your friends. And like... I go to, you go to the library and then you scan your ID and it feels like you're clocking into work. Like True. clocking in. Like clocking in to study. And then you clock out. Clocking you go in to your room. Exercise my brain. So, um Love. Yes. I think that is my New Year's resolution. Trying to keep more work yeah. out in the workspaces and not in my rest space. Totally, because it helps that association mm-hmm. a lot more, which is really good. Um, it helps with the psychological, like, <sighs> what's the word? Compartmentalization. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The association of rest and things like that can get muddled when you're doing your work there. So mm-hmm. I definitely agree. I love living in an apartment because I do all my work at the kitchen table, which is just like, yes, uh-huh. this is where I want to get my work done. I have a desk. I literally have never used it. Like, I just use the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we resolve to do these things in the year. We will see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. But either way, pursuing these things and thinking about them is good, even if, you know, the application isn't ideal. It's always easy to have very high standards in your mind, mm-hmm. at least for me. Um, but yeah, we encourage you, listener, to be thinking about ways uh, that you can make this year your best yet. Because yeah. every year should be better than the last. Mm-hmm. And it's not that your circumstances need to suddenly be different, but just that you are prioritizing, you know, yourself um, because you can't pour from an empty cup. You just can't. And it can be easy, particularly as a Christian woman, to think that, oh, service means I'm not caring for myself or taking time for myself or doing things like play, like playing pickleball, playing tennis, doing mm-hmm. things that are fun and doing creative things, all that all that stuff. So just yeah. be thinking about that. Yeah. Uh, and doing that with community is also super fun. Yes. So definitely recommend. Yeah. Um, so looking back to last season, Girlhood, what do you feel like are some of the like insightful things that you took away from last season? I feel like there's so much. Yeah. So take your time. There's a lot. I think my favorite episode to record 
And the one that I think I learned the most about was the one where we talked about birth order. And so we covered girlhood in spaces like church, school, and family. And that was just like... Being a girl is hard. It was yes, that one, Yes, being right? a girl is hard. Listen to it if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, it was like kind of the culmination of the whole season, I feel mm-hmm. like. I just really enjoyed that. Um, I think we had a lot of really different and neat perspectives, especially when it came to talking about birth order, because I'm the eldest, Jenna's the youngest, so is Kaylee, kind of, and then Emmy's the middle. And I just really enjoyed hearing um, everyone's perspectives. And I think sometimes the difficulties and challenges of girlhood can feel a little isolating. We think back to girlhood, we think like, oh, it's only supposed to be happy and easy. But I think it was really valuable for um, me to get together in community with other women to talk about girlhood and some ways that it was more difficult maybe than it needed to be. So that was really insightful for me. Love what you said, Audrey. I totally resonate. Oh my gosh. We have 16 five-star reviews. Look at us. Guys, I, one if of you have me. <laughs> one is me as well. It's probably five of us that have reviewed it. If you guys haven't, please head over to Spotify or wherever you listen to the pod and leave us a review. You don't have to write anything. You can just give us some stars. We'd love mm-hmm. we'd love some stars. Mm-hmm. Looking back at our last season, oh, there's just been so much that we've learned. The titles, I really love the titles of our season because I've just made them a little a, a little bit silly. Mm-hmm. I would agree that my favorite episode is probably Being a Girl is Hard just because, like you said, there's these kind of like rose-colored lenses looking back on your childhood, which I think is good. And there's that cloak of like nostalgia that's always going to be there. But it was really nice to like talk about that with each other and to explore the things that are individual and the things that are collective. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these things, I feel like they don't like naturally come up necessarily. So it was fun to talk about that. And even with like birth order stuff, it's like you only know where you're at. Like you only know what it's like to be you in your family context. So Mm -hmm. hearing about other people is super fun. I also loved, you know, just the thread of Greta Gerwig (laughs) all semester. She just, she informs so much of what we do here at (laughs) Grace. I mean, Miss Gigi, it makes sense why... Mm -hmm. Someone with G's in their name would also love grit. Grit, exactly. I loved our Barbie episode. Uh, just yes. so proud. Loved talking about female monologues. So much goodness. Was um, Parker the first man we've ever had on the on the pod? I think so. First man. He killed it. He did. He really set the standards high. So yeah. shout out to Parky. Uh, I wish that. Like, I feel like we could literally do girlhood for, like, the next semester, too. Like, there's still so much, but it was really fun what we did. But there were a lot of things that I feel like I took away from last season and exploring this topic that I feel like I can't, like, distill it to one thing. But Mm -hmm. just overall, I love being a girl. Girls are the best. And I'm just really grateful that last summer was such a time of celebrating girls, you know, the Eros tour, Barbie, all that stuff was just so fun. Uh, And going against the narrative of girl just being like a synonym for weakness or emotional fragility Mm -hmm. and naivete. Uh, So it was really nice to kind of counter that uh, and just be like, no, the things we cared about were important. Mm -hmm. And exploring that was super fun. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so important to have compassion on our younger selves. And I think it gets easy to look back and kind of 
brush our concerns off and like like why did I dress like that (laughs) why did I why did I act like that why was I even worried about that but yeah having empathy and compassion on our younger selves is I think crucial when we're thinking about honoring girlhood 100 percent, and that's something that will like carry with us for the rest of our life Mm -hmm. and now the rest of our lives is womanhood which is crazy women forever (laughs) woohoo there's so much that we want to explore next season um specifically if there's anything that's coming up for you that you're like oh my gosh i want us to talk about this Please DM us at Greta Biola. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'll probably post a form at some point. Um, but I know, I know I want to hear these embarrassing period stories. That has to be an episode. <laughs> I'm dying. And all of us will have at least 10 to share. Like, yeah. I can think of so many. Yeah. And I really hope that next season can continue to be a space of us saying, oh my gosh, me too. Mm-hmm. Because that's so much. I mean, that's like a C.S. Lewis quote about friendship. Yes. Like meeting someone else and them being like, I do that too, or same here. And uh, just the community aspect of that's so sweet. So I am excited to continue that in something that there's like a degree of separation looking back, but mm-hmm. being like, oh, I presently am struggling with this is going to be more vulnerable, but I think will yield a lot of good conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited because we're going to be speaking from our present experiences with womanhood, which yeah. is going to be a little bit different. But do you want to talk about the TikTok trend? Yes. I'm trying to think how many months ago was it? I don't know, maybe a year ago. There got to be this trending um audio on TikTok and it's like a hosier song and then overlaid like with it is a clip of dialogue from the Netflix show and with an E, which is a lovely show and I think you should watch it if you haven't watched it. Um that's a lot about girlhood and the transition to womanhood. So there's this girl and she says, how I love being a woman. And that sparked a lot of different women to create videos, just kind of showcasing um, what makes them love being a woman. And some of them are pretty sarcastic. (laughs) Some of them are like, they're having like the worst period of their life. Or like talking about the wage gap. Yeah, or like they're, you're just trying to walk down the street and you're like, paranoid. somebody's gonna come kidnap you and you just think to yourself how I love being a woman exactly but then it's also like getting your free like Ulta products for your birthday yes like it it really just oscillated back and forth which yeah. was so funny because anytime I got one of those audios I was like I know I'm a I'm a relate and I'm a laugh yeah and I think it really got the world thinking about like what does it mean to be a woman and like what are the core experiences of being a woman and how can um being a woman be both a a delightful thing and something that can also be really hard sometimes um like holding those both in balance and i think we can see that just in the stark contrast of the subject matter of the tiktoks even though they're using the same exact clip of audio i think that's just really cool so Mm. yeah um what makes you think that sound in your brain like (laughs) how I love being a woman Mm. honestly anytime I'm in a craft store absolutely I'm absolutely loving being a woman I'm seeing all the women around me getting their DIY materials Mm -hmm. I'm like yes are you in a Hobby Hobby Lobby girl I Hobby Lobby has like too much home decor for me Mm -hmm. but I think once I have a home you know maybe I'll rock with it a little more but I'm just a Michaels girl through and through that's always been my my safe place Mm -hmm. Uh, I also love I mean, yeah, Hobby Lobby, it's also great. 
interchangeable coupons. Love Joanne Fabrics, too. Mm. So much there. I think what I love, but something I love about being a woman is, I mean, there's a lot of downsides. There's a lot of things. I think we're just looked down upon often as very emotional and that hinders our logic. Mm-hmm. A lot of men believe that. I mean, we can we can take from one of the opening scenes in Barbie where she's up there, like the lawyer or something, and she's like, I can be emotional and logical at the same time, or <laughs> like something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think about that a lot. Um, and just about how women's emotions are viewed differently as men's emotions. Because, I mean, have you seen men when their football team loses? Mm-hmm looks like a lot of emotions to me Mm -hmm. so anyway even though there are downsides to that and women are often looked at as less rational than men which is not true I really enjoy that I can walk into my friend's room crying and just talk to them and not Mm -hmm. feel like shame about mental health things and being vulnerable with other women there's just something about like female friendship that men just like won't understand just like we're not gonna understand male friendship Mm -hmm. uh and the way that god has created women differently is just so beautiful and how we are just as much his image as men are but just in such a different way and how Mm -hmm. together we are his image which is really cool but also like on our own are able to reflect that in a really cool way so when I'm thinking about what I love about being a woman, I just love a lot of the like softness mm-hmm. in women. So thinking like even like hearing the fruits of the spirit, I think that anyone who is growing in sanctification with Christ, like they should be exhibiting those fruits, men and women. Mm-hmm. But when I think about like kindness, self-control, uh, gentleness, all these things, I think about women and a lot of women in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool how we're able to the standards for femininity while often unattainable in terms of appearance and that sort of thing uh i think in one way being a woman's a lot easier in the sense of like we don't have to pretend like we have it all together and that we're strong and we're able to ask for help and we're hospitable and all these things so i think there's a lot of beautiful things about being a woman despite there being it feels like equally just as many really frustrating and yeah frustrating is probably the best word Mm -hmm. (laughs) things but I would love to hear what makes you think how I love being a woman well (laughs) one one silly one is that like (laughs) anytime um guys get asked to do like physical labor and I don't have to do anything I think about how much I love being a woman absolutely I I don't want to go clear brush or whatever no I don't want to go nope. do work on the car. <laughs> like, that's what that's what makes me think, like, oh, I love being a woman. I love being a woman. And if you're a woman and you're like, heck yeah, I'm going to change the oil in my car. I love that for you. And you need to, ha- you should have that autonomy and that right to do that. Yes. That's what we want. We want the choice to mm-hmm. be able to do yeah. these things or not. So, yeah, I'm choosing uh, to not do manual labor. Yeah, and I get that choice, and I love it. <laughs> I love having that choice. Because sometimes I am like, oh, yeah, I'll help. Um, it's like a youth group, and they're like, oh, who's going to help with the chairs? You're like, I can pick up a chair. Like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But then some weeks, I'm like, I'll oh. let the boys do it. I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes you think, <laughs> like, instantly. But when I really dwell and, like, think deeply about what makes me love being a woman, um, I think about, I think about like, the different generations of women. 
I have a lot of women in my family that I look up to. I have five aunts. That's so sweet. I think that's just, it's, I really value their insight and having like a, a family of older women around me. And that's like at church and here at Biola and then at home with my family, like the way they've loved me and taught me about womanhood has just been so valuable so I think a lot I think a lot about mentorship I think that's a huge Mm -hmm. part of womanhood um and it makes me just really grateful I'm a woman because I get to learn from some of the best women so oh love Mm -hmm. that reminds me of this tiktok I saw and it was like me doing something that like women have been doing for like thousands of years and it was them like braiding their hair and then one of them which is stereotypical they're like washing dishes or something yeah (laughs) or like cleaning or doing something like that like just like a normal chore but the Mm -hmm. braiding the hair was so cute it was like thinking about like the the millions of women that have done this before me i was like oh i'm gonna cry or like um i feel it when i start cooking a family recipe or when it's like a holiday and then like all four generations are like cooking something um and it's just it makes me happy and then we're all just chatting and it's so lovely Uh, i really i really enjoy it so that's wonderful yeah i love these things we definitely need to make a post that says what do you love about being a woman i think that we accept sarcastic and (laughs) genuine comments yes (laughs) so we had mentioned before that um the past summer, the summer of 2023, was um, really focused on the experience of being a girl and being a woman. Um, and that played out a lot in the media. So we've, you know, talked about Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. We've talked about Summer I Turned Pretty coming out. Um, I still haven't watched the last episode. I, I don't, I didn't make it past the first season. I watched the first season. That's real. I think like, um, women and girls stories are being told now more than ever and being celebrated so I wanted to ask you Jenna like how have you seen um the experiences of womanhood being talked about more in our world I know it's a great question I feel like I just don't remember like there being a time where it was more of like a conversation on like social media Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing like I don't remember in high school being like oh I love being a woman like all this stuff like I just don't remember seeing stuff like that and so I think there's just kind of an influx of content that's catered toward women which has been really fun and so much media like we've talked about I mean Miss Greta Gerwig's really put in the work for us and we love her for that Mm -hmm. but thinking about TV shows like Gilmore Girls is like much more popular now than it ever was in its prime and it's in like it's 23rd it came out like 23 years ago Mm -hmm. and so and me and my friends we analyze it absolutely i have a podcast for you bro there's a gilmore girls podcast no way analyze it. it's called gilmore to say and i listen to it it's what i listen to between podcasts when i'm like waiting for new stuff because i just kind of go in their backlog and listen to random things they have episodes i just watched two episodes about the characters relationships to academia no way like yeah it's perfect for my commute there's a lot there like just to say about motherhood and friendship and rory's very different and simultaneously toxic relationships (laughs) with boys and um 
Even like the way Lane was brought up is really different than Rory. There's just so much there. There's really a lot to explore. And because the show is focused on Lorelai and Rory Mm -hmm. and Emily, like these Gilmore girls, Mm -hmm. the focus being on women, it's so interesting how like that's become so much more popular and so so many more women are flocking to watch that. Yeah. Because it's so... I mean, there's guys in the show, but they aren't the main characters. Like, the show is centered around women. And even the men are bringing us back to the women. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Rory's boyfriend. Oh, but we're talking more about Rory. Or mm-hmm. Lorelai and Luke. <laughs> I love Luke so much, though. Yeah. But, like, oh, I'm going to talk now more about Lorelai. Like, yeah. they're they're serving as, like, arrows back to the main women, which I just love. Uh, yeah. That's, like, one of my favorite shows ever. Definitely, like, my top three. And then there's Kirk. And there's Kirk, my lord and savior. Who's literally just the Barbie (laughs) of Stars Hollow because he does everything. He's No, he's literally Alan. (laughs) He's so Alan from Barbie. Absolutely. Uh, We would love to hear your guys' like girly, not girly, but like uh, TV shows that you can think of Mm -hmm. that really focus on the female experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because we're going a little bit broader with our womanhood season but Gilmore Girls does a great job I think of like really going into uh they're I mean Rory it starts with her as a freshman in high school and goes to her as a senior in college so yeah, yeah. I feel like that is really such a time like really documenting her ascent into womanhood in a really cool way because it's not super clear like there's a lot of different cultural markers and things like that of like when you become a woman uh, in different places around the world. A lot of times it's when you get your period or yell at, like when you're hidden puberty, that sort of thing. And then for some people, it's like, no, it's when you turn 12 or when you turn 15 or mm-hmm. 16. Uh, and so while the markers aren't, I don't think it's just like, oh, one day you become a woman. It's no. just a process that you are in. And then suddenly you're like, oh my gosh. Like I was looking in the mirror this morning and I was like, I am a 22 year old woman. What do you mean? Ancient literally basically dead like oh my gosh no of course not anyone listening over the age of 30 is like I literally hate you why would you say that no I as I get older I'm like so excited to just get older because I'm like oh my gosh being a woman I was thinking about being a grandma the other day I was like I'm gonna be such a good grandma you know what I can't wait to be old and unhinged (laughs) just say whatever I want (laughs) I just love that we let old people get a pass and they deserve it because think about how much has changed in their lifetime yeah. My kids are, or my grandkids are going to be talking about, oh, I'm teleporting to Emma's house. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I can't wait to be a grandma. Yeah. That sounds epic. But I think there's so much fear about getting older as a woman, particularly because so much of our identity and purpose in society feels like it's so surface level. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm thinking about the Time article about um, our woman of the year. <laughs> Taylor Swift and how she talks about how female artists have to constantly reinvent themselves to be mm-hmm. relevant and how by the age of about 29 in Hollywood you are kind of okay you're done as a woman you just are you know there's an expiration date on mm-hmm. your relevance uh, versus that is not the same thing for someone like Drake they're just going to keep producing music and yeah. it's going to be cool and Taylor Swift is an anomaly in mm-hmm. this case uh, in, unless you are extremely successful and you're someone like Dolly Parton or something, yeah. you're probably not going to stay. Super, think about like Katy Perry, Debbie she? Ryan. Um, not that those two are on the same level, but like I feel like Katy Perry is a great example. Like yeah. someone who used to be like a superstar, like pop oh, star. Yeah. They be And they reach a certain age and it's like, oh, like we just don't really care. Oh, you're a mom now. Oh, yeah. you're not doing that. 
yeah. we're not really going to care anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I think I heard about this a lot when I was watching The Golden Bachelor, which I thought was so interesting. These women were saying, like, it just feels like I'm invisible. Mm. Because and they're like these a lot of these women had a lot of plastic surgery as well. And was it was a little alarming the amount of Botox some of them had. Um, and they were talking about, like, I just feel like unless you're young, like you just aren't like seen anymore, like going out and things like that and just finding community and stuff. They were just talking about it was really difficult when you're older. And I was like, oh, that makes me so sad. It does make me sad because it because when you're girls, when you're a girl, you're kind of also like fighting for the world to hear you Mm -hmm. and see you. And then it doesn't really it, it gets different, but it doesn't really get necessarily better. Yeah, the form of like that, the shape of that feeling just yeah. kind of changes throughout your life. Yeah, um, but there's still a struggle to be heard and seen. Absolutely. Which is really sad. Totally. I feel like when you're <clears throat> younger, you want to try to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And there become there comes an age where you are, but then it feels like, oh, then you're not... Oh, you're not beautiful anymore. You're not relevant or whatever. Yeah. So thinking a little bit more, I mean, we've spat out, you know, several episode ideas for this semester, but we'd love to talk more about women's health mentally and physically and all that. Mm -hmm. Friendships, so much to unpack. I think we're going to do a little friendship series, which I'm excited about. And a probably similar episode to last season where we talked about challenges at work, church, and then we'll talk about higher education. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the workplace, which mm-hmm. will be different. And uh, we'd love to have a guest on that that can say a little bit more. So yeah. we're excited to bring on some more experts next semester. Uh, so, yeah, even if you feel like you're perpetually a teenage girl, same, you are becoming a woman, maybe, if you're mm-hmm. listening to this or you've already been in it. Mm-hmm. You've been in the depths. Yeah. And you're like, yep. I think this transition into womanhood is perpetual and I think we're always growing yep. and learning about what it means to be a woman. And so I think that it is can get pretty overwhelming. So it's really important to do that in community. Um, and you can do that here with us at Grit. Um, you should do it with your female friends. Just like talk about challenges. Um, I like you should be having these same conversations with your roommate with absolutely with use girls. this as like conversation starters yeah oh my gosh i was listening to this podcast the amount of sentences that i have started with i saw this on tiktok i listened to this podcast <laughs> yeah what it's do a, you think it's a great it? connection point yes and yeah. hearing other people's perspectives don't ask a man not saying you can't but just like you're probably going to get annoyed but of course we love we love men on this pod we just are focused on the girlies as you all know i'm putting a new grit sticker on my laptop right now yay okay well i think we're gonna conclude our time thank you guys so much for listening to this episode we got a little off track towards the end but we're so excited for this next season literally of podcast episodes like i said if you have any ideas for things we should talk about we would love to hear your thoughts you can contact us at grit at biola on instagram and if you know any of us personally in real life poke us and say hey i you should talk about this on your podcast or send us a text yeah we'd love to hear from you happy new year y'all happy new year it's gonna be we hope it'll be a slayful year for everyone slayful year i I forgot slayful i mean it's not a real word but my friend alexis texted me i had a class before this and i was running late and i said on my way she said slayful and i was like that is literally so funny i'm stealing that so hope you have a slayful new year 
and be thinking about how you love being a woman. Yeah. Talk about talk about it with your girlfriends, your woman friends, mm-hmm. all the people. There's a lot to love. There is. Okay. Well, we'll catch you next time. Bye, Bye guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Did I Talk Too Much? If you enjoyed this week's episode, we would love to hear from you. You can leave a rating and a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. To make sure you don't miss an episode every other week, be sure to subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well to get the latest updates on upcoming events, new blogs, and question boxes where you have the chance to have your questions answered on the podcast. Our Instagram is at grit at Biola. Our blog is linked in our Instagram bio where you can hear from our staff writers and read more about our mission. Thanks again for tuning in. The views expressed in this podcast may not necessarily represent the beliefs of Biola University or the GRIT Editorial Board. All content is designed to inspire and challenge GRIT listeners to explore their gifting, foster resilience, gain insight, and develop tenacity.